lesson that, you know, deep breathing is the most important. You can say all yeah. the stuff you want to say, but unless you, if you can't breathe, you can be paralyzed, but if you can't breathe and you're not breathing properly, you're not really living a full life. The third principle, which is the law of vibration, is the vibration that says everything in the universe vibrates at one speed or another. Nothing is at rest, everything moves, you know, and it's all, and that is where the law of attraction comes from. The law of vibration gave birth to the law of attraction, and then the law of attraction states that like attracts like, and that's the basis of the law of vibration. The law of polarity shows me that everything holds polarity. Nothing in the universe, there's nothing in the universe that doesn't hold polarity. Even a bad thing turns out to be a good thing. Everything holds polarity. A sheet of paper has two sides, as thin as that is. And so everything in the universe that we go through, any circumstances that we're in front of, there's always some good to it, you know. And that is coming up next on Bootstrapping Your Dreams Show, so stay tuned. So, the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us, who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, how do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. We have created a tremendous community of bootstrappers, entrepreneurs, and professionals who are ambitious, resourceful, and want to get things done. We brainstorm, support, and help each other out. So come join us. Navigate to bootstrapping.group, join today and get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series absolutely free. If you enjoy this video, then do let us know by hitting that like button now. Or if you want us to improve our content, then go ahead and hit that thumbs down button and give us your honest feedback in the comment section below. Here at Tata Noodle, we are passionate about entrepreneurship, technology and innovation. Every week, we bring you insightful and engaging videos, interviews, tips, tricks, and strategies to help you grow your business or rise in your corporate profession. If you're new here, please do consider subscribing and do not forget to hit that bell icon so that you are notified when we publish new content. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dream Show. I'm your host, Manoj Agarwal, and today we'll be talking with Kenyara Griggs. So Kenyatta is a speaker, author, filmmaker, barber, and a business owner from Los Angeles. As a CEO of Hip Hop Motivation, he has produced thousands of hours of content that is accessible on multiple platforms, including YouTube. As a successful serial entrepreneur, he's the founder of Hip Hop Motivation Kids, author of My Barber's Hand Stink, and co-author of Culture Vultures, a book written with Damon Dash. He's also the proprietor of Bump Assassin, an organic skincare line for both men and women. Welcome, Kenyatta. Hello. How's everybody? Peace to everyone listening. Awesome. Uh, so you have a very interesting background. Let's start there. Can you take us uh, down the memory lane and tell us how you got started in entrepreneurship? And, you know, uh, one thing that stood out, uh, the uh, barber. So are you a real barber or is this is just a hobby? So can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a real barber. Um, I was I started cutting hair at a young age um, uh, based on my mother not being able to give me uh, money every week to get my hair cut. And uh, my aunt 
she bought me a pair of clippers and taught me to told me the, to keep myself up in between haircuts. And uh, my life forever changed because I learned then uh, that I had a gift for cutting hair. And so I went on, I grabbed my beauty college license. Uh, I worked at a shop, the salon on Crenshaw and 43rd, which happened, which turned out to be my salon later on uh, over about after about, I think about three years, I became the owner of the salon. And, uh, you know, I met a lot of people through that business, uh, in, in which also connected me to a lot of entertainers that I cut over the years. And uh, it's been a great, great blessing, man. I learned a whole lot from being in the uh, hair care business. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, I wonder what you can do for me. Uh, but that's, uh, that's another conversation. Hey, um, same, thing, same thing I can do for myself. <laughs> <as you see. laughs> Shave it and uh, clean it. Keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, all right. So from there, you went on to, uh, you know, you started a music company, music label. So tell us a little bit about that journey as well. Yeah, well, I actually, I didn't, it's not a music label. But what I did was I managed a songwriter producer by the name of uh, Henny the Business. He did all the girls around the world for uh, Young Money. He did uh, Follow My Lead for 50 Cents. Uh, once oh. I got him in the game and connected him with the right people, I backed up from the music business because I didn't really like the philosophy and how a lot of the guys did business. You know, um, they wouldn't keep their word. There was a lot of cutthroat situations that I've seen and experienced. And so I backed up from that because, you know, I'm a person of character, so I can't do that type of business, you know, for no one. You know what I'm saying? I can't sell out and do all that stuff. So I had to go into my own, my own purpose, which was writing, becoming an author, and uh, speaking and uh, giving people some insight on how to raise their vibration and attract the things they want within their lives. And that's what I'm doing now with Hip Hop Motivation. Okay, so let's talk about that. That's one of my favorite topics as well. So tell us about hip hop motivation, and then we can go deeper into this. Okay, well, hip hop motivation is a self help company from a hip hop perspective. It has uh, nothing really to do with music other than me speaking. When I speak over my uh, on my audio books, which is uh, the secret of balling, I actually use music to uh, speak over as a as a form of uh, just a little entertainment while you're hearing the message, and you can also get it a cappella. And uh, what I plan to do and what I've been doing with this company is providing self-help materials. And so when I got with Damon Dash, all those videos you see on the Hip Hop Motivation YouTube page, those were more case studies and more things that I was collecting to perform, to create more books and projects in the future. And I still plan on doing some things with that stuff. And uh, that's all it was meant for, because I'm not really an interview type of guy, but as far as me sitting and interviewing other people, but as far as uh, how I was going about creating the books and the projects, I had to sit there with him and uh, just do a case study, follow him around and see what his philosophy was so I could package it in a great book that is now uh, available called Culture Vultures. I see. That's great. And you um, made a point about raising vibration. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how did you discover this and how do you practice it in your own life? Well, absolutely, man. Um, you know, the real true way that I discovered uh, raising my vibration, and at the time, I didn't really understand the law of vibration. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's seven hermetic principles, and the law of vibration is one of, the, uh, one of the first three principles that are also immutable principles. And when I first learned about it was through showing gratitude based on, you know, no matter what situation I was in, when I, even when I got shot, uh, back in 2004, the day I started the company, Hip Hop Motivation, uh, laying in the hospital, I was just grateful to be able to breathe because at the time I got shot in the liver, my lung, 
um, and I couldn't breathe. And so me laying on the concrete watching ants swim in my blood, I became grateful and thankful that I could get the little bit of breath that I could breathe in as well as breathe out. And it was sort of like a fish out of water. And that's when I also, that's, that's where I learned the importance of showing gratitude and staying and, and raising my vibration. Because when I stopped struggling and fighting with breathing and I just concentrate on the breath that I did have, what happened was it seemed as if I came back to life and uh, I, stopped, I stopped leaving this earth plane. And so that's where I learned about raising my vibration was through breathing, deep breathing and concentrated breathing, which is also connected to meditation, yeah, which yeah, is very sure. important. Yeah. So, um, well, that, that's an amazing story. Um, do you want to share a little bit more about that incident or should oh, we move absolutely. on? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I have no, I, I have no turn off for anything. I'm open. You know, uh, what happened was the day I got shot, uh, the story you're talking about is, uh, I was in the salon. It was a Friday, the day after my 29th birthday. And I was at my station and it was one of the slowest days I ever had in the barbershop, which was interesting because at the time I was at a, a level where, you know, my clientele was so great to where every single hour I had some people. I had I had different clients coming in, customers coming through to get haircuts. But on this Friday, it was just so slow and it gave me an opportunity to sit still and write. And so I started writing down my ideas um, after I after I had the time to read a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And yeah, as I was yeah. sitting there, I wrote down that I wanted to create a self-help company from a hip hop perspective. And I wrote on this paper, and I still have this notebook, I wrote at the top, Hip Hop Motivation. And that's what I wanted to call the company. And then I wrote down my first project, which is my newest project that uh, I'm working on developing now as far as filming, uh, Think and Ball Out, which is uh, mm -hmm. kind of a flip on the word, think, uh, the title, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of wrote down, you know, what it was going to be about and what I planned to do with Hip Hop Motivation more than anything else. I got a call from Method Man from Wu-Tang Clan to come and give him a haircut. So I left the salon early, uh, earlier than uh, usual. Uh, it was before 5 o'clock. Went and picked my children up from the bus stop. They usually were supposed to be with me, but on this day, my daughter, she didn't look good, and I didn't, I didn't like the way she was looking at the time. Uh, her hair was a mess. Uh, there, the, 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 the uh, alarm clock didn't go off, so her mother had to rush to work, get them dressed really fast, and head out the door so they didn't look right. So I told her I would come back and pick them up later. Mm -hmm. Ironically, I'm on my way to Cut Method Man, so I stopped by my place to pick up my laptop because he wanted me to hook his iPod up. And uh, when I didn't make it inside the, uh, the complex where I was staying at the time, which was downtown LA by Staples Center. Mm -hmm. And uh, a guy came out of nowhere, put a gun in my face, uh, I ducked, and as I ducked and hit him with the gate, he began to shoot me, and wow. the first shot hit me on my left side, and I just started zigzagging, and as I was zigzagging, you know, this guy was a great shot because he hit me again. He hit me. He kept hitting me, and I got hit five times. Five, well, five wow. bullets entered me. Uh, the sixth bullet skipped me over my spine. And uh, the last bullet, which was the, one of the fifth bullets that entered, hit me in the leg. I fell face first into the concrete. He ran up to me, put the gun to my temple, and uh, I heard click, 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 no more bullets. Um, and then he ran off. Yeah. Yeah. And so from that, from then when he ran off, the cops pulled up after that, not too long after that, and uh, they harassed me in that position. You know, like they do a lot of, you know, black people. Well, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to that, um, I was laying there. I couldn't breathe, so I couldn't really talk. 
a cop came up and asked me what did I do to deserve this? And I told him nothing, please help me. And then the other cop said, he said, oh, you must've did something to deserve this. And I was like, oh man, I was like, oh my God, they're not gonna give me any help. But you know, because the vibration was where it needed to be and no one could interrupt frequency, uh, someone had already called from within the complex and uh, the ambulance, I heard the ambulance screaming in the background. So, you know, there was a there was a pit, there was a point of joy right there, like, oh, thank God. And so when I got in the ambulance, same thing happened. They they weren't very attentive, you know, because out here in Los Angeles, like all over uh, the United States and all over, you know, a lot of black men are looked at off the back as gangbangers or some form of thug or all this different type of stuff. And I've never gangbanged a day in my life. I'm from Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I never walked up to anyone and robbed them. I never... I've never, you know, held a gun to anyone, you know, but I was just, it was just a, a fortunate situation, I call it now, that occurred yeah. because I came through it. And coming through that, that's when I really learned the truest lesson, lesson that, you know, deep breathing is the most important. You can say all yeah. the stuff you want to say, but unless you, if you can't breathe, you can be paralyzed, but if you can't breathe and you're not breathing properly, you're not really living yeah. a true life. Wow. My amazing story. Um, so uh, now tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, the rest of the principles. So you described seven principles and yep. the first one being raising your vibration. So can you describe to us the, the other six principles as well? Right. Well, the first principle is the law of mentalism, which okay. happens, which says that the mind is all, the all is mind and the universe is mental, meaning that in order for you to change your surroundings, you must first change your mind. And that really starts, that's the beginning of all change is psychology. And yeah. then the second principle is the law of correspondence that says as above, so below, as within, so without. Meaning that the inner world, the outer world is a reflection of the inner world and that the outer world is also the inner world. And it's the same, the macrocosm is also the microcosm. We're the microcosm, but everything out in the universe that we see or that we know of is within us. Everything below us is within us. And all the minerals and everything it took that, that produced that soil and that tree is within us. You know, we learn this when you get into the, um, the periodic chart, when you learn when you're going into chemistry, as we all know, yeah, you know, yeah, we're in high school. And then the third principle, which is the law of vibration, is the vibration that says everything in the universe vibrates at one speed or another. Nothing is at rest. Everything moves, you know, and, it's all, and that is where the law of attraction comes from. The law of vibration gave birth to the law of attraction. And then the law of attraction states that like attracts like. And that's the basis of the law of vibration. And those first three laws are immutable, like I said before, which means they can't be broke. They exist no matter what. And so after that, then you have a law called the law of polarity. The law of polarity is a mutable law, which means that you can affect the polarity of things based on your own perception, based on how you feel. And so in connection to the law of vibration, because the law of vibration, again, deals with the feeling aspect. How you feel is what really truly attracts things into your life through the mm -hmm. law of correspondence, through the law of mentalism. What you think, what you, what, you, what you feel, and your emotions that you hold within through the heart frequency, which is the most powerful frequency, is how you attract things into your life. You know, the feeling always gets the blessing, as I say on my project. And the law of polarity deals with everything has poles, everything has a polar opposite. You know, hate and love are different degrees of the same thing. Hot and cold are different degrees of the same thing. If you were to get a thermometer, you couldn't tell me where heat begins and cold ends. 
They're just yeah. different degrees of the same thing. And when you begin to look at that philosophy, you begin to uh, understand the next principle, which is the principle of rhythm. And the principle of rhythm means, the, it says that the upswing matches the downswing and the downswing matches the up. And rhythm compensates. So what that means, the compensation aspect of rhythm means that what you put in is what you get out. So a lot of people under the law of rhythm, you know, let's just take it to the park when little children, when our parents put us on a swing and began to give us that initial pullback or that initial push. And in the, under the law of rhythm, everything that you go into has an initial pullback uh, position, meaning that if you choose to lose weight, you don't lose weight in one day. You lose, lose weight, losing weight or, or developing the body temple is a process that happens over time. So in the pullback, a lot of people give up in the pullback because the pullback is where the, that's the beginning and where you don't really see the results. But yeah. once you st when you start seeing results is when you understand that you have to let go and allow the universe to bring these things to you through mm -hmm. all of your efforts. So as the swing lets go and it begins to go into the upswing, you have to keep in mind also, once you're in that upswing, that upswing will always return to a downswing. So what you have to do is transcend the swing and look at both ends of the swing as one and the same. Good times are also bad times. Bad times are also good times. And you have to look at them as such. And this is what they talk about within the Bible when they talk about, you know, um, the story of the character Jesus that they use in the Bible, and they talk about him walking on water. The walking on water aspect means that he was above mere carnality. He was above the waves of the ocean. He was above the ebb and flow of life. He treated both as one and the same. And that's what we have to do as individuals is raise our vibration and transcend the swing. The next law is the law of, I'm on the law player, the next law is the law of cause and effect, which states that the cause, Every cause has an effect and every effect has its own cause. Yeah. And so what that means is that we don't change things in the effect. We have to produce a new cause. So if, yeah. again, if you're at, if you're, you're into working out in order to see the results you want to see, you have to create a new regimen of daily rituals that you do to get your body temple to where it needs to be. And this is through, and this, and that's what it means to create a new cause. The daily ritual is the cause the results are the effects. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Then after we have the law of cause and effect, we have a law called the law of mental gender. Mm -hmm. Now what mental gender states is that the masculine feminine principle is within everything in existence. Okay. Every human being, everything you see would not exist without the masculine feminine principle. Mm -hmm. And so with this access and understanding this law, we understand that we have access to both the masculine and feminine principles within ourselves. If we're, when we're, as us being men or a person being a woman, she has access, we all have access to the same thing. And on a higher level, there's three planes of existence. We have the physical plane, which is the lower plane. We have the mental plane, and then we have the spiritual plane. The spiritual plane is where you see your subconscious situations, you know, and that's also in the mental plane. So the subconscious mind is the feminine aspect, the conscious mind is the masculine aspect. And when the conscious mind plants the seed of DNA of thought, because thought is DNA, you know, when mm -hmm. you plant that seed in your subconscious mind, the subconscious mind never rejects it and gives birth to it. But where the abortion takes place or where the birth stops is through disbelief. 
of the conscious mind. And so that's what mental gender is. Those are seven hermetic principles. Uh, that's from the law of Tehuti, out of the land of ancient Kim. Um, uh, the Hermes Trismegistus uh, is the, the Greek depiction of Tehuti. Awesome. That's great. Well, very well explained. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, now, I, hope, I, hope I, I hope I didn't jump over anything, but if you want to go further into it, and uh, I like to give bibliography whenever I speak, and uh, you want to get a book called The Kabbalion, K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N, by the three initiates, and that'll take mm -hmm. you further into the philosophies and the laws of uh, the universal principles. That's amazing. So uh, now let's step uh, one step further. So, you know, people can um, read about this and understand these laws. How do you actually implement them in your life? So, you know, you went through a very traumatic experience, you know, getting shot five times is, uh, is no joke, for sure. How, how do you keep yourself composed? How do you like, you know, that's an extreme situation. But let's just say, you know, your daily lives, uh, you know, you, you, you're trying to get, uh, uh, raise a family, you're trying to do the right thing, you're trying to get a job, trying to run a business, but life is challenging. You run into so many obstacles every day, uh, you know, 98% of the time, things don't go your way. How do you compose yourself and be grateful for what you have? Well, that's a great question. Uh, for me, what I found out is that, you know, it takes it takes a lot of work to stay balanced within the world, within this universe. And what that means is that it's a constant, it's a, you're constantly gonna be working on yourself. You know, no human, everyone in the human form is flawed. You know, the source energy within us is God. But in the human form, we make folly, we make mistakes, we do these different things. And for me, speaking for myself, the most important thing that I've learned over the years is that joy is the most important attraction that we all possess like that inner joy that we can that we create for ourselves is based on thankfulness thank basically is created through not possessing not being so possessive with the things we have and our family members and our relationships and all this stuff you know it's based on us allowing the universe and understanding that everything that we're going through, any circumstance that we're faced with, there's always room for gratitude. Yeah. You know, even in even with me laying on the ground with bullets in me, that experience alone had brought me forth and brought me forward to where you see me now. And I'm actually doing things uh, towards my purpose every single day. And I'm no, I'm still a barber, but I'm I'm fully enmeshed in, into. Uh, hip-hop motivation now more than ever you know mm -hmm. so after I did the culture vultures book so I would say that gratitude increases joy the vibration of joy because joy is such an important aspect of going through life and and transcending the pendulum swing of ups and downs you know if you don't have joy you know inner joy it's hard for you to really be happy and feel good about yourself the people that are unhappy a lot of times it really comes from a space of not being grateful, not being thankful, not showing gratitude, you know, because as again, when I go to the, to the laws of Tehuti, the law of polarity shows me that everything holds polarity. Nothing in the universe, there's nothing in the universe that doesn't hold polarity. Even a bad thing turns out to be a good thing. Everything holds polarity. A sheet of paper has two sides, as thin as that is. 
And so everything in the universe that we go through, any circumstances that we're in front of, there's always some good to it, you know. And uh, in my book, Thinking Ball Out, there's a chapter about a friend of mine named Chico who is in prison. And in prison is where he learned to show gratitude. He actually transcended the circumstance of him being locked up in prison through showing gratitude, through visualization exercises, through planning out what he was going to do once he got out of prison. And whether he got out of prison or not, which he did eventually, it's all based on how you look at a thing because everything holds polarity. These guys are able to read more, write more, see more, you know, sleep more, you know, than the average person. So someone in prison can probably say that to themselves to bring them forward to start feeling inner joy because inner joy is a vibrational frequency that pulls more into your life to be thankful for because we're, we're human beings that radiate energy. You know, we radiate energy and what radiation means is we give off this energy because we, and, and, and from giving off this energy, we pull these things into our lives. All of your experiences have been pulled into your life based on what you radiate. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do. I just concentrate on creating joy. When I feel down, I start thinking about the things to feel up about, you know, and it's, it could be worse. Different things can be, yeah, you can look around, you might not like the place you're living in, but there are a lot of people out there homeless. You know, and you don't have to use them as bait, but there are a lot of people that don't have what you have. There's a lot of situations out here to be grateful that you're not in that situation. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Yeah, very well said. Um, now, one thing, I, you know, because uh, uh, I'm completely in tune with what you're saying. It's resonating with me because I'm on similar journey and I have discovered these principles through different paths as well. But the key thing is I also ha had a traumatic experience. You know, I lost someone dear to me uh, and that shifted my energies, shifted my focus to a great okay. extent. And in your case, you had a traumatic experience and your, in your friend's case, he got uh, into prison. So do you, have you noticed that people go through some sort of extreme event uh, only then sort of they wake up and they start to go towards these uh, principles or, or have yes. you, um, have you come across people who are inherently uh, awake, if you will? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people. I mean, a lot of times, you know, that's how our inspiration works. You know, they say pain pulls you, you know, because, you know, going through pain sometimes, pain is the ultimate wake up, you know, for a lot of us. Um, sometimes we don't hear the things, to hear the call within our hearts. Um, we don't have a strong intuition of where we need to go. And sometimes we get we get poked or pulled in a certain direction and pain is a very important uh, part of life because you know like anything you know there's different degrees of pain as they tell you with the law of vibration the law of polarity there's different degrees of these things and so you know it's very important that we go through these obstacles with the understanding that all these obstacles all these things we go through are character building anything that is so-called loss is not a loss it's a learn you know some people say it's w's and l's but the L stands for learning. Yeah. We learn from, from certain situations. There's no loss in the universe, you know, and the, and the greatest thing you can do is bet on yourself, you know, and when you bet on yourself mentally and spiritually, as well as physically, what happens is there's no such thing as a loss. It's only learning that takes place because as you begin to go through the journey, there are going to be obstacles. There will be losses, you know, and in the book, I remember Damon Dash says something about, death that was so interesting to me and um such a smart guy he said that the way death works to him is that you either you're going to lose someone you love 
this is the way life works. You lose someone you love or you're going to die before you lose them. And that's a deep thing to think about. And, and it also, it'll send you into a mode of showing more appreciation while people are here, as they tell you to give people their flowers while they're living, you know, and this is why I make an effort to always treat people in, around my circle with the utmost kindness, because I know that a lot of people are battling and people battle quietly. You know, a lot of times you don't know that a person is going through what they're going through, that they might go commit suicide or they might go and hurt someone else. You know, so that's why I just actually take a, I have a light hand when it comes to people at this point in my life, because I know that people are battling and they're trying to find a way. And they're also, you know, caught up in consumerism and, and you know, in their possessions. They, they're holding on so tight to their possessions, their job, their money, and their cars, their stuff, their girlfriend, their boyfriend, that there's no way in the world you can feel joy under the, under the with all that possession. Possession means that if I lose this thing, I'm going to lose my joy. And if you, if there's some outside things that you're trying to possess to keep you happy, that's not where you want to be. You want to get in tune with inner joy again. Like I said before, yeah. you want to tap into for that sure. through being grateful and thankful. That's for where sure. it starts. Awesome. Um, and you brought up this uh, very interesting point about consumerism and people uh, running after money and, you know, sort of clinging to their uh, possessions. So, uh, you know, th there are lots of, uh, you know, this wisdom that, that, uh, that we're talking about, it's centuries old, right? It's not new. Uh, yes. A lot of uh, uh, wise people have, have learned this and shared this. Uh, and even in modern times, there are movies like Secret and, and everything. So in your opinion, why don't it actually seeps in? Why, do, why don't people actually wake up uh, without going through any traumatic experience? Well, you know, why, you're saying why don't people wake up without going through a traumatic experience? Well, yeah. you know, you learn through, you, you can learn. They say you learn two different ways. One of the ways is through pain or through uh, purpose. You know, you finally get in tune with your purpose and you start moving forward in your purpose um, uh, on the journey. I, you know, I love the movie The Secret because prosperity is absolutely a part of the process. You know, the law of vibration tells you that because it gave birth to the law, uh, the law of uh, law, the law of attraction, and prosperity doesn't necessarily mean money. It, it means health. It means you know, being being becoming an active giver. But you can't become an active giver until you first become an active, be, until you first become selfish enough to fill your own cup up to where you can become selfless. You have to be selfish to become selfish, selfless. I, I, just, I tell people this all the time. There's no way that I can loan you money unless I have money to loan, yeah. you know? And so it's very important that people understand that prosperity is not just money and that all these things that are out here, these books and these movies and these, these interviews like the one we're having now are very important to increase the vibration of the next generation and the genera and, and, and so on and so on, you know? And this is what, what's going on right now because consciousness is key. Consciousness is king. And once you get in tune with yourself, then everything else begins to make better sense for you. And then you, begin, you get into alignment with what is really for you. You know, everyone's mission is not just to, is not to be a, a rapper or a singer or a dancer or a movie star. You know, there's some people that want to bake cookies and want to go into a cookie business. And that doesn't mean they're any different than the person that's making millions of dollars shooting the basketball. It's all about you getting in alignment with what you love and what you like to do. And that's where yeah. prosperity comes in. That is true prosperity, when you're happy with what you're doing. 
and so exactly. many of us are not happy. Yeah. And so um, the, the, uh, the paradox is like if you adopt these teachings in your life, um, whatever you're running after, let's say you are running after money or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. it actually starts to become easier, isn't it? Like once you, yeah. once you are happy, because typically people say, oh, if I make this much money, I'll be happy. But mm -hmm. uh, that never comes, you know, that never happens. Yeah, and yeah. If you're happy, then you can get that money very right. easily, very quickly, right? You absolutely are right, and that's and that's and that's. It's interesting that you said it like that because the way it works through the law of correspondence, when you begin to understand the law of correspondence, is that it says, "As within, so without; as above, so below." The things that you have increases the action of having more, and that's what it tells you within Scripture. When you go into a chapter like Matthew, I forgot the verse, but it says, "Those that have not, that which they do have, will be taken away from them, and given to those that have." And what that philosophy means and that scripture means to me is that to have is an inner thing. So you have to you have to begin to look at everything, begin to look at everything on your body temple, anything you can do. If a person in a wheelchair, they should be happy that they're able to breathe or able to yeah. roll their wheelchair if they're able to use their hands or able to speak. You know, you have there's always something to be grateful for. And that's what that philosophy is telling you is that what you're grateful for opens the floodgates for you to be for, for things to be more grateful for so joy and happiness are very very important inner joy and inner happiness is very important but don't let your inner joy and your happiness be based on something outside of yourself you want your inner joy and your happiness to be based on the internal frequency that lies within you where you begin to use the law of polarity to look at everything as one and the same and you look at the good that comes out of every situation including death you know, that person is free from this body temple now. They are back into the essence of which they came, you know, because we've been taught to look at death as bad and life is good. But true indeed, us being in this body temple, we're locked into the prison that's called Maya, which, which is why consumerism is such a big deal for most people. But I don't know if you've been to any funerals as of recent, but, and I'm sure you have, as you said, you lost someone you love. No one takes any of that stuff with them. And even if you put it in the coffin or the urn, it means nothing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because the true, the truest essence of ourselves is the spiritual essence. Yeah. The physical essence is just for us to move around and do what we need to do. Yes, pay your bills. Yes, make your money. Because also when you make this money and you're doing these things, that shows you what frequency you're on. Because money is a frequency. That's why it's called currency. You don't spend money. You circulate money. Cool. And that's what it is. Great. And now last, uh, one of the last questions. So what is your goal with uh, hip hop motivation? What are you trying to do? What is your purpose? My sole purpose is to, is to elevate the consciousness of all people that get in tune with hip hop motivation. All races of people, all genders, from the LGBTQT and Q, everyone involved that wants to be, that wants to raise their consciousness I'm happy to speak with them. I'm happy to uh, that they're that they're continuing to support me. I'm not cutting off anything, you know, or anyone from enjoying the raising of consciousness. And that's all hip hop motivation is about. And and that's what it will continue to be about is to help people raise their level of consciousness. Great.
Great. That's awesome. Uh, well, this has been such an interesting conversation. Uh, unfortunately, we are running out of time, but I would yeah. love to bring you on for another conversation and, and talk Anytime, about this. Anytime, man. I really appreciate, appreciate you having me on. Thank you to the listeners listening. And uh, this was a great, this was a great conversation. Thank you. Yeah. Can you uh, tell us how people can reach out um, if they want to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm on Instagram more than anything else. Uh, they can go to hip underscore hop underscore motivator. That's my Instagram handle. And then I'm on Facebook. Uh, not on Facebook as much under Kenyatta Kari. And that's mm -hmm. K-H-A-R-I, which is uh, my middle name. And um, or they can hit me up at Ballin Info, B-A-L-L-I-N Info, I-N-F-O at gmail.com. There's no G on the ball link but it's ball in and awesome. uh, they can go to my website at www.com dot my, my hip hop motivation.com. Excuse me. My hip hop motivation.com. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And that's all for now until next time. Now, if you're an entrepreneur or a career professional, then I invite you to join our growing community. Navigate to bootstrapping.group as a welcome bonus you will get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series and Mastering Your Inner Game video series absolutely free. This series of short videos address some core issues which are instrumental in helping you move forward in your business or career. The videos are yours to view and share for free. No obligations or strings attached except for one. You have to take action and implement it. So join us today, navigate to bootstrapping.group. If you want more engaging videos and insightful interviews with industry's thought leaders, then check out the other videos we have picked for you. The link is right there. And if you want to be notified about our new content, please do consider subscribing to our channel.